Hi everyone, my name is Marley Jones and this podcast is designed to explore ways to heal outside the traditional medical model. I've personally been in recovery from chronic illness and I want to share some of the key breakthroughs that I've used to get well. I want to discuss alternative and integrative approaches to support your body, your body's ability to heal itself. So please join me on this journey in health and wellness. everyone it's Marley today I want to talk a little bit about my health journey as far as what I did and how I got to where I am today so overall just having the mold illness and the anorexic bulimic like struggles I had beginning in grade four as I'd mentioned earlier I had chronic upper respiratory infections and I had just extreme lymph node swelling in my neck probably following uh, fourth grade when I had that bad mold exposure for the first time into junior high school. And then later, of course, at the age of 14, when I hit my head so badly, the anxiety and depression. But I didn't really have any serious things going on as far as a disease process. I know that when I was younger, I did have a lupus diagnosis, but I don't believe At that time, I didn't have any symptoms that was indicative of that, but it really wasn't until the series of of tick bites, which gave me Lyme, where all the mess really started. So when that happened, I went to the family doc and they said that I had arthritis and sent me to a rheumatologist. And granted, I was very scared and upset because my mom had a diagnosis of RA or rheumatoid arthritis and I I knew that's not that's not something that I wanted because I watched her suffer so much so um, I had started with the rheumatologist and decided that that really just wasn't for me because I wanted to go the natural route and so the first thing I did is I began with a certified nutritionist and she did a live blood cell analysis and that's controversial whether that's really effective or not but what they do is they look at um, drops of blood under a high-powered microscope. You know, they're looking at things like vitamin, mineral deficiencies, how hydrated you are, how's your fat circulation, is your liver congested, things of that nature. And she got me on some high-quality whole food supplements. And I did that for probably about six to eight months. And then it just got to the point where she said... I hadn't heard this probably since a guy in college, but this lady said to me that I was just out of her league. And um, I didn't take that so much as a compliment at all. In fact, it scared me thinking, oh, I must be an absolute hot mess that you can't help me. So she suggested that I go see her, her doctor who was trained as an MD. He practices as a naturopath and a doctor of chiropractic. And he's really not only, he'd become my doctor, but a friend and a mentor and a confidant. I actually studied quite extensively under him. And who knows, maybe one day I'll introduce you guys to him and have him on a future episode. What I learned when I had been under his care and went through my naturopathic schooling was about the three E's, which stand for energy, enzymes, and enemas. 
And I remember also the require, required reading at the beginning of that class was a was a book that we actually were issued in our HPE class, our health fitness class in college my freshman year. And it's an old book. It's written by Harvey and Marilyn Diamond. It's called Fit for Life. Harvey has an interesting story. He served in Vietnam and of course he had Agent Orange poisoning. And as far as I understand, everyone that was in his unit uh, obviously didn't do well. And as far as I know, all of them have since passed away. But Harvey has just used what he's learned and implemented a change within himself. And he's done really, really well. He teaches about daily juicing, proper food combining and things of that nature and, and natural hygiene. It's a wonderful, wonderful read, even though it's old. They even have a cookbook. So when I had switched to this sort of clean and raw eating, I remember my naturopath saying that I could have a cheat meal. Well, (laughs) I had gone for about three months or so, and then I had my follow-up, and I was under the understanding I have a cheat meal once a month, but he actually said once a week. So I was pretty squeaky clean because I was very rigid and I wanted to reverse the disease process. So I ate super, super clean. And after that follow-up, I said, okay, well, I guess I'll have my cheat meal. So we got with some friends and ended up at this Greasy Spoon Diner (laughs) south of Tulsa. It's really well known in Oklahoma at the time, but um, I, I went all out. I had their famous burger and I had onion rings and I even had pie for dessert. And it honestly, my system was so clean it was pretty much like giving a newborn baby a steak. So my liver enzymes absolutely skyrocketed. And all of that food was, that terrible food was like poison to me. And so I ended up in the emergency room. I, I remember reading in Laird Hamilton's, he's written an interesting book. Um, he's a big wave surfer out of Hawaii. And, you know, he's just got a lifestyle book and he has a lifestyle brand, but one of the things that he had said was that you kind of got to eat crappy now and then um, just to keep your body primed for it. And believe it or not, that's kind of true. When you keep it clean and you introduce a toxin, your body goes into quick detox mode and you get diarrhea or nauseous and throw up and it it's toxic. It wants it out of there. So um, that's hard to eat super clean, as you know. Um, but at that time, I was probably 80-20 where I'd say... You know, 80% of the time I was eating raw, clean foods. I did not eat a lot of meat. I stayed away from red meat. I stayed away from beans and inflammatory foods and things like that. And really went hard at it to just try and clean up my body composition. And so I did really well until baby number two came along. And I had a very, very rough pregnancy with him. In fact, I remember being pretty much bed bound. I had one physician come and hook me up to IVs at home because I was just too sick to go anywhere. And I puked probably, I puked steady for four months. And I know that my morning sickness was, it was just so severe. My OB at the time tried to give me Zofram, but for most people that probably works. But for me, it was like taking Epicac syrup and I violently threw up on that. And so... I switched to, at that time, taking a half a Unisom tablet in B6 because my OB was a legend. 
loved him so much. He was Canada's top abortion doc at one time until God gave him a vision of what he was doing. And he, he radically changed his life, his heart, his career. And so then he started delivering babies instead, but love him. God rest his soul. He was such a pivotal person in my life. He delivered both my boys, but, um, and upon the delivery of baby number two, I'd say about two hours after I gave birth, my nausea finally went away. It was a really rough 10 months. And don't let anyone tell you that pregnancy is nine months, because if you do the math and full term is, you know, 40, 41 weeks, that is 10 months of being pregnant. So anywho, I had both vaginal births and had a lot of issues following that I used different methods instead of surgery to deal with the extreme hemorrhoids and anal fissures and things like that. I know this is really like TMI for you guys, but I just wanted you to know, I, you know, I did whatever I could to opt to not have surgery. And instead I used natural healing products to heal from those things and just allow my tissues to regenerate on their own. So I have, let's see, I would say that went really well until the fatigue had gotten so bad. I think the pregnancy took a lot out of me. I had a very, very hard time with that, but I know my thyroid was off course and I was struggling in that area, but through that, I just started to have more and more fatigue and was getting more and more run down. I I also, uh, following tick bites from 1999, in the mid 2000s, I got a brown recluse or a fiddleback spider bite, which made me septic. I was very, very sick at that time too. So me and bug bites do not blend well. So let's just say I was very run down and was had such severe fatigue through all those years that I eventually developed a very, very, very bad case of pneumonia. There was a fire in our area and not long after that, it went right to my chest. And there was a sweet lady that worked in our town and she didn't really have any health issues and it actually took her life. But I remember being so, so sick through that pneumonia and doing everything, all the high powered antibiotics, Keflex, Leviquin, all of it to knock it out and nothing touched it. I had six weeks of extremely difficult time trying to breathe I was too scared to go to the doctor. I mean, I mean, I went to the doctor, they couldn't help it. I didn't want to go to the hospital. I just didn't want to have to be placed in the hospital. So, but I really needed acute care at that time. My, my, my immune system was so overwhelmed. And of course, now I look back, and I know it was just from all the havoc on top of, you know, having the acute infection, but all the underlying issues that I had too. And so I loved my naturopath so much. I was with him for many, many years. And at that time, he just looked at me one day in his office and he shrugged his shoulders. And once again, I had a healthcare professional say, I don't know what to do for you. And, you know, you go home and you hear those things and you carry them with you and you feel so, so, so alone and you feel so scared and you're sick. And you're not just sick with something that's, that seems to resolve you're sick. If you have a chronic illness and then you add a debilitating infection on top of it, it gets really complicated and extremely discouraging. But following that time, I had a friend who mentioned about a practitioner who did loads of energy 
work. Like that's all she did. She worked in the back of our local clinic, but she was kind of under the radar because she worked with a biomeridian stress assessment machine, which is really interesting. It, it picks up frequencies in the body and it matches you with, you know, supplements, which is fine, but I mostly use it as a diagnostic tool to find out, well, what are the pathogens? What are, what are the things that are going on in my system that need to be detoxed and addressed or knocked out and killed off? So what I learned and uncovered was that I had such a severe fungal infection and case in point, which makes sense when I couldn't get over that terrible bout of pneumonia for six months. I actually talked to a friend of mine that we sold our property to and she was a pediatrician and she said, let me, let me look at your x-rays. And she did. And of course, one look at my x-rays, she said, it's no wonder your antibiotics aren't working for you because you have fungal pneumonia. And so we treated it with some antifungals and things started to clear. But when I had done the energy med testing, they determined that I was overridden with this very strange mucor infection. And of course, I did some testing of my parents' basement that I grew up in. And sure enough, it was a complete match. It is a extremely bad fungus and um, nobody wants to have it, but I had it and it had taken over my system. So we did years and years of homeopathic work, clearing that and doing, a, it's like peeling back an onion. And uh, we did a lot of work and the ammonia, the ammonia issues started to clear. Of course, um, with my kids, I really relied heavily on the Biomeridian machine and we did homeopathics and supplements from time to time to clear any type of infections for them. I was just one of those moms that just didn't want to introduce antibiotics. And I also, you know, wasn't a fan of vaccinations for them. So I wanted to treat things homeopathically at all costs. So if possible anyway. So I, my abilities and my functions were better, but I was still missing out on life an awful lot. I, I missed a lot of things watching my kids grow up, baseball and soccer games, basketball tournaments. I just had to rest all the time and budget the energy that I had. I had spent several years pretty much in bed or the bathtub every day. I would get my kids off to school, go back to bed until they got off the bus. And it was just kind of how it was for me. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the spoon theory. And if you haven't, or if you have, it's primarily written, I believe, by somebody that has lupus, but it works for anybody with a chronic underlying illness to just help your family kind of understand what it's like. And so if you haven't looked up spoon theory, look it up and maybe share it with your loved ones. But I was the poster child of the spoon theory. I'll, I'll tell you that pretty much described me well. And I remember visiting with my neighbor one day and she's just a remarkable lady. Her husband had passed away and Prior to that, she survived a heart attack and she had open heart surgery and she'd survived non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And she had decided when her husband passed away, she wanted to date again. And so she went out and had extreme cosmetic surgery. I mean, she did head to toe and everything in between. I remember taking care of her at that time and um, just looking at her health picture and how she had done so much radical stuff with intervention and she was doing great. And I was doing everything natural and I was doing horrible. And then it just occurred to me that I, that I, you know what, I would 
when it came to medications, because, you know, I only, if I had a headache, I'd do an enema. I wouldn't take Tylenol, I'd do an enema. But I remember thinking, I would rather have a false sense of feeling good, meaning take Tylenol or whatever, versus a real sense of feeling bad. And I felt really bad. And I tried short rounds of Plaquenil and Celebrex and Vioxx and things like that when I'd started with the rheumatologist early on, but it just wasn't for me. So, um, you know, I reached for things like Butterburn, Feverfew and different herbal remedies and um, curcumin and things like that to deal with pain and headaches. And I was really struggling. I had even gone to the chiropractor faithfully twice a week for years I had done that and sometimes I get B12 shots or glutathione pushes and I remember one time I had a glutathione push and it nearly blew my kidneys because it just went too hard and too fast. Guys I want to tell you be really careful whenever you're doing any type of intravenous work. Go easy, go slow, um, think about it more like homeopathics that less is more <laughs> and just take it easy on yourself. So <clears throat> as I continued to kind of research and dive in and try and figure out, okay, what's next? I'm doing the energy work. I'm doing the chiropractic. I've done a lot of NAET clearings. I've done a lot of emotional work with energy medicine. And one day I discovered uh, Dr. Shoemaker out of um, Maryland. He's he's no longer practicing. In fact, he, he might have passed away. But um, he coined the term CIRS or chronic inflammatory response syndrome. And of course that was one of my diagnoses as well, but I had plans to go and see him, but I was very, very sick to even consider about making the trip. But I learned about another doctor through doing research with Dr. Shoemaker. And I ran across a wonderful man by the name of Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or not, but he is kind of the kind of the authority on things like chronic pain, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, migraines, and I love him. He's he's a dear friend. I call him Dr. T. If any of you know him, you know he goes by Dr. T and he has such a wonderful testimony of why he does what he does. And um, this man got me out of bed. You know, people, some say this man got me into bed and they are talking about other things, but I'm talking about my health here. And Dr. T got me out of bed. And my first appointment with him was three hours over the phone from the comfort of my own bedroom because I was too sick to go anywhere. And he told me before I do anything else and in, and before I even dive into what his treatments were, which he follows a program called SHINE. It stands for Sleep, Hormones, Infection, Nutrition, and Exercise. And we'll go a little bit more into that at a later time. In fact, I, I plan on having a visit with Dr. T because I really want y'all to meet him. He's just phenomenal and such a loving, loving, kind man. And he's absolutely brilliant. But what he had told me before we do anything like changing diets, supplements, whatever, he said, I want you for twice a week to put three hours aside and do something that you absolutely love or something like a hobby or something that gives you energy. And I, I didn't have a hobby. I had no idea what it was like to have energy because I didn't have any. And I remember my dad telling me for years I needed a hobby. I mean, father knows best, but I didn't have anything left over for that. So one of the things that I'd done that I decided I would do, and I really struggled because the pots was so bad and the fatigue was so bad, but I did. I started going to Akumu 
at a halal and I learned and started hula. And so hula or any other type of dance of that nature, it's gentle or tai chi or whatever it is, if you can only do a little, do it because it's not only good for your body, your self-esteem and your movement, but it's good for your brain, guys. Hula is really kind of complex. It's really, I don't know, I love it. But one of the things Dr. T did first and foremost with me is he put me on a sleep medication protocol. I had a cocktail of them Um, because I needed to sleep. And if you have chronic pain, fibromyalgia, chronic underlying infections, it's very likely that your sleep quality is not where it needs to be. And the toxicity of the pain is worse than the toxicity of the medication. I want you to hear me again. If you're struggling to, and if you have fear, whether it's you're scared to take something for your anxiety or you're scared to take something for your pain or you're scared to take something for your energy or you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, consider that the toxicity of what's happening in your body and the strain that is causing on your nervous system and your immune system and just you in general, sometimes that's worse, especially going without sleep than the medication. So just give yourself grace, okay? It's not like, don't think you're gonna become an addict. Most people with these conditions are high stress response and generally are scared to take medication. So one other thing that he had done for me, uh, well, there were a couple. I'd started thyroid and then I also got on low dose hydrocodazone, or the brand name is Cortef, to support my adrenals. I tried for years to help support my adrenals, and every adrenal supplement I ever take made me anxious. And if you're going to do thyroid, you know, try to get the bioidentical or the most, you know, or do glandulars, but I started with Armour Thyroid, and I've since switched to NP Thyroid. So, these days I'm working with a fascial balancing practitioner and planning on weaning off the thyroid medication as he works that area and breaks up fascia. I want to just kind of bring more blood flow to that area. And so, yes, I am titrating off of that and titrating off of pretty much all the other medications. And if I ever took a picture of what I used to have on my bathroom counter, it would blow you away. But uh, something else to look at if you're dealing with this for chronic underlying stealth infections and fatigue is looking at LDN or low-dose trexone. So if you're ever working with a functional med doctor or if you're not, you might want to look into it. So really everything that I was working through over this last period of years is to really try and go after Lyme and the co-infections. They're very, very difficult to get rid of because those little buggers, they're stealth infections and they like to hide. And they're awful, awful, awful to try and get rid of. For me, and maybe you can identify with this, you just basically live with the baseline of systemic pain. And when you try to go after anything to kill it, the Herx is so bad that you give up. You just cannot handle the die off and then the symptoms that blow up after that. So, but one thing that I've learned over the last uh, couple of years is to take a, take a close note of your, your histamine load and get familiar with mast cell activation syndrome. And I also have run across a product and I've actually been a practitioner with them for a couple of years that I'm a really big fan of and it is uh, called Cellcore Biosciences or you might have seen it uh, online with, you know, 
maybe on Amazon, and it's marketed as microbe formulas. But Cellcore Biosciences is a practitioner line, and I highly recommend it because their protocol sets you up for success to go after these chronic underlying infections and issues with your, you know, your gut, brain access, all of that stuff is, this is just a great protocol. So aside from juicing and eating lots of rich enzyme foods and all the money that, you know, that you spend on that, one of my favorite diets probably, and I'm not a big diet person, and, you know, I've read all kinds of different diet books as have you and eating right through blood type, etc. but I do like the Mediterranean diet. I do think that if we can eat out of grandma's garden and if we can, you know, have organically grown meats, if you're going to eat meat, um... I mean, I was raised on organic gardening because that's just what we did in Canada. And my dad was a big game hunter and guide and we ate meat that didn't have cholesterol in it. Beef has cholesterol in it, but venison, elk, all that stuff, no cholesterol in it, super healthy. So what I used to do is go through dedicated periods of juice cleansing and I did liver flushes and one time in 2006 January not the best time I was trying to you know set up myself for a (laughs) new year's resolution and so I went on a juice and water fast for the entire month it was really difficult I was cold all the time But um, a colleague doctor told me that somebody that he'd worked with had reversed their lupus. And so I thought, well, I'm going to try it. But if you're going to go fasting like that, pick a warm month to do it in. Don't do it in a cold month. So I want you guys to be mindful of exercising. And I want you to incorporate whatever it takes to calm and center and just relax your central nervous system. One of the first books I'd ever read on neuroscience was called, it was given to me by my pastor, suggested to me by her. Uh, It's called, This Is Your Brain on Joy or Brain on Joy. And it referenced Dr. Lipton and different things. And so through that discovery and more looking into things, I started to look at Dr. Amen. I love, love, love him. And I am actually an Amen uh, affiliate now a certified health coach with them. But years ago, I had done a SPECT scan because I wanted to confirm what I'd known all along, that I had a brain injury and to what degree and to what reason it was injured. The SPECT scan does not detect that, doesn't tell you when it happened, how it happened, etc. But it does tell you a lot what's going on in the brain based on your blood flow. So it had confirmed what I had already thought. I had low blood flow flow to my basal ganglia and the symptoms were you know you get it you know I didn't have good GABA receptors functioning in my brain and so dopamine serotonin those kind of things which lead to things like anxiety and depression and so what I had done when I realized and had gone through the training with Dr. Amon's courses was that things like hyperbaric oxygen therapy could still be done. It wasn't, even though I had this head injury from decades before, and then more injury from the Lyme infection causing the neuroinflammation, that it wasn't too late for me to do HBOT or hyperbaric oxygen therapy. So I started it. I started it in Melbourne, Florida. I did not love the way it was set up here. So I skipped town. I went out of state. I went to a clinic of some colleagues and friends of mine. We studied together years ago 
I think we both graduated in 2004 through the College of Natural Health. And they have a, a hyperbaric oxygen treatment facility and it's absolutely wonderful. So over a period of two months, I was away from my family for two months because I did it during COVID. The airlines kept canceling my flight, so I stayed and I kept doing more dives. And I did 57 total dives. And I also did some blue and red light therapy and some ozone insufflations in my ears and my nose. And guess what? My brain began to wake up. I remember in 2017 trying the dynamic nerd retraining system and I tried so hard to make that work and I know guys it works really well but if you cannot focus and you cannot stand because your POTS is so bad and your fatigue is so severe it's really hard to do and I wasn't able to recall any positive childhood memories and I'd say after about dive 40 in the chamber all these little, I started to recall childhood memories. These things started to come back. It was like someone turned a flashlight in a dark room and opened a filing cabinet and opened the files in my mind and you could go in and you could flip through the pages and you could read the stories of what was written. This was a beautiful experience for me as I experienced this inside an oxygen chamber. And so the things that I'd done with DNRS started to make a little bit more sense. And from there, you know, I'd come back home and just back into the swing of things. And then my dad got sick, very, very sick. And long story short, I lost him. I was not able to really see him because of COVID. And I was, he he was my everything. And I lost him and watching him struggle and suffer right before he passed was really traumatic for me. And so I sought mental health therapy. I tried to find a, you know, a a therapist to just do cognitive therapy with. And I hit a lot of walls with it. And so it wasn't until after, for a couple of years, I was looking at a neurofeedback program called Neurooptimal. And I'd look at it and I'd, you know, put it on a shelf and I'd look at it, put it on a shelf and I'd done it for about two years. And until my husband said, well, maybe instead of going to see a therapist and spending all that money and time in there, why don't you look at doing some neurofeedback sessions again? Because I had done it probably in 2014 and I had noticed some benefits from it. So since my husband was on board and so supportive and, um, I looked into it and I ended up purchasing my own neurofeedback machine after I'd realized the benefits of Neurooptimal and how much of a naturopathic approach it was. And I just made some absolutely incredible gains in that area. And so I'm, I'm a neuroscience geek, as I mentioned. And if I could tell you, my friends, anything that I wish that I could have told myself again 20 years before, and you've heard me say it, I'm going to repeat myself that if you have a brain injury or a chronic underlying illness or any sort of trauma or just not functioning at your absolute best before you do anything else, and it's simple to make diet changes, simple ones, not really complicated ones, but if anything that I could tell you and I wish I could tell my younger self was to start with the brain because I knew that my mind wasn't working right when I tried to do dynamic neuro retraining and go to counseling and things weren't sticking and you know I knew what to do I knew but I couldn't read the books I couldn't focus I couldn't get my mind straight and guys your brain and your mind they're not the same thing they're just not and I'd fought and prayed and cried and 
called out to God for many years that he would renew my mind and give me the peace that passes all understanding and, and, and those things. And I struggled because my brain was so dysregulated. So start with your brain. Look at what you can do to rehab and support your brain and your central nervous system so that it has the information that it needs to determine the healing priority within the body. And go from there, but do what helps calm and downregulate your nervous system because we all need periods to just rest and unwind. So thank you for joining me today. I look forward to sharing and unpacking a little bit more in future episodes. Sorry we ran a little long today. But I hope that you picked up some valuable things that really encouraged you today. God bless you, and we'll talk again soon.